If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. Essentially, we're looking at the piano as a number line, so we're counting the movements between each key, and we just rewrote that expression as a math equation. I can't wait for math class. It's so much fun. That may not have sounded overly sincere if your experience in math class was like mine when we were back in school. But today, musician Marcus Blackwell Jr. is getting students to say that for real because Marcus is the founder and CEO of Make Music Count, a mathematics curriculum which approximately 60 schools are currently using to teach math by showing students how to play their favorite songs on the piano. Marcus, please tell me about your own struggles with math when you were a kid. My struggles with math as a child were really about getting the extra help needed to understand my lessons. I was always a good student, but sometimes Math can be a little tricky, and getting extra help sometimes is crucial for you to be successful, and I wasn't always able to get the extra help that I needed or the extra time that I needed to understand my math lesson. At the same time, you were a musician. Please tell me what your journey had been like to that point. So I played the piano since I was five years old. I've studied classical piano, jazz piano, and gospel piano and organ, and so I played all throughout school in a community jazz band and, and even still play now at some local churches here in Atlanta, Georgia. And essentially, the love of music and my understanding of how music works helps me get better at my math because I realized that learning the piano involves understanding mathematics. And so what actually clicked for me is that, hey, if I'm this good at playing the piano, that has to mean that I'm just as good at mathematics. And so what ended up happening for me was a confidence boost. And that's what really started changing things for me in my math classroom. Do you remember one specific click moment? Was it just kind of a general realization as a musician that that's math too? Or was there one epiphany that really stands out in your mind? I think what really kind of connected it for me was in college. I read a book called The Eight, which... It's a story about how chess can apply to like real life. And there was a scene in this book where they were watching a master chess game, and then afterwards someone created a musical composition from the chess movements in the game, and I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. So that was really like the first time that it was in my face that you know technical math movements can create musical compositions. And that's what actually started... That's what really essentially clicked for me. It was like, wow, math is actually music. There's improvisation in mathematics when you solve problems and write proofs, and that's just like improvisation in music. You have a set of rules, and within those rules, you can go in and out of them to get to your desired solution. From that realization, how long until you came up with the concept for Make Music Count? So... In college, so I went to Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia. After I read that book, it led to me going and taking a uh, career assessment based on my strengths. And so after I took that test, the lady came out and said, have you ever thought about being a math major? And I was like, oh my goodness, no, I would never 
you know, she was like, well, this says that you're good at math. And so taking that test and reading that book is what caused me to switch my major from business to mathematics in college. And so what ended up happening was when you major in math, it changes how you look at everything. And that's what started changing how I looked at the piano. I started viewing the piano as a number line. And that's how I would essentially teach my friends who didn't know music how to play songs that they wanted to learn. Because I knew that I couldn't speak to them in music theory terms, but everyone knew how to count. And so I was just doing this really neat method of teaching people their scales and teaching them melodies and chords through this counting method. And so that's actually how Make Music Count really got started. And then from there, when I graduated from school, I became an engineer. And once a week, as a way to give back, I would go to a local school and I would just essentially create these math lessons where you could play songs from the math lessons just as a way to get back. So I did that for six months. And after six months, I had all these loose-leaf lessons of teaching algebra, teaching fractions, where you would learn how to play, like, popular songs. And so looking at all these loose-leaf pages, I was like, you know, I think this is something. And that's how I created my first workbook. And at the end of those six months is when my first summer school program called me and said, hey, we heard about your program that's helping kids. Would you mind teaching this during our summer program? And I was like, well, I have a job. I'm not really sure what you're asking. And they said, well, no, we'll pay you to do it. And I was like, really? I you know, made this up at home. It was just something that was just interesting to me. And so that's when I took my leap of faith and quit my engineering job and Without any guarantees of if the program was going to continue to the school year, I decided to take on the summer program, and it was the best decision I've ever made. It sounds like a wonderful, exciting, scary decision. What happened after that summer program? So the summer program was phenomenal. The kids loved it. It was extended into the school year for the fall of next year, and it just began to grow organically. You know, schools were finding out that we were doing this work. But the most important thing after that summer program is we saw an increase in math scores from the kids that I was teaching. You know, now it wasn't just something that was cool and neat to engage the students, but we were seeing real results of kids that were coming in that were struggling in math, but now performing better. So they were experiencing that confidence boost that I personally went through at the same time. And so that was six years ago. And so now we've worked with well over 60 schools and eight different states as an after-school and summer enrichment program where we would bring in pianos and workbooks and I would hire and train college students to be my teachers. But we're now in a pivotal position right now because we realize that that model wasn't scalable. You know, we weren't going to be able to impact as many students because all students don't go to after-school programs or summer programs. And so I was trying to figure out how could I get this class experience into the school day? And the answer was by taking the class experience and making it into an app that's available now for all devices, iPads and tablets, which all the schools now have purchased because most schools are moving towards one-to-one and personalized learning. So they all get Chromebooks or tablets and iPads, and what they need is content for those devices. And so now our app can provide that math supplemental content them to use during the school day. 
Let's look at that app. Let's say that we have, I believe I have seen that you have from third to ninth grade instruction. Is that correct for Make Music Count? Well, it's actually going to extend to 12th because we just incorporated pre-calculus and calculus lessons. So all levels of mathematics will be applied to this method. Let's look at that app. And I remember when I was a third grader, multiplication tables were the bane of my existence. How would that help a third grader today to learn multiplication? So the first thing that we start with are fractions. Before you even get to multiplication, fractions is something that really holds kids back as well. But once we essentially, we're looking at the piano as a number line. So we're counting the movements between each key. And so in music, when you move from one key to another, that's called a half-step movement. And we just rewrote that expression as a math equation. So, for example, if you started on C and moved to C sharp, that's a half-step. But we rewrote it as a math equation, which is now C plus the number half equals C sharp. And so with that understanding, now we can add, we can subtract, and now we can multiply and divide. So, for example... With a multiplication problem, you would actually be multiplying fractions together. So that's teaching, you know, the lessons of being able to multiply numerators and denominators, dividing fractions. And so from there, we're able to build into these other levels of math. So fractions, algebra, pre-calculus, calculus, all from the foundational understanding that the piano is now a number line. Wow. Algebra is awfully intimidating to a lot of people. What if somebody says, well, what am I ever going to use this for? What's it mean to my life? What answer would you give them? That's exactly why this app is important, because now you have a real example of doing actual math steps that produces your ability to play the piano. So, and that's actually one of the biggest issues in the classroom is, why are we learning this? When am I going to use it? Well, You know, there's lots of examples of real-world scenarios, but here, it's literally cut and dry. You are going to solve for X, just like you would in a math classroom, but now X, instead of equaling a number, equals a piano note that will allow you to play a melody or chords of songs. So you're really, with this app, getting a two-for-one experience. You're improving your math, understanding, and confidence, but you're also becoming a pianist at the same time. And you're doing some very cool things with the songs because you have an ASCAP music license, if I'm not mistaken, and you have, what is it, close to a 1,000 songs? Yeah, so ASCAP was fortunate enough to allow me to become a member, and that's how we're able to essentially get a license to use their entire library. And so in the app, there are a whole bunch of songs to learn, real songs that are popular from the radio, because that's important for engaging the students as well. And because I'm a musician, you're actually learning the real chords behind playing them and the melodies. And so you're really going to enjoy, even if you're excellent at mathematics, this is going to be an easier way for you to learn how to play the piano. Because we've replaced the need for music theory for the ability to just count. Now, how do you measure the effectiveness of Make Music Count in teaching math? After every lesson in the app, there's a math quiz. That's the same level of math that you did with the music lesson. And what we're able to do within the app is show your percentage of improvement based on how well you're doing on your math quizzes. And so it'll be right there in front of your face with how well you're understanding and how well you're doing as a math 
student, right? Because it's it's very careful. We, we don't want to get caught in the piano playing piece too much, right? Because we're after the math improvement. So I just want people to know that you'll definitely be able to see how well you're doing on the math piece individually within the app. My hair stood on end a few minutes ago when you said calculus, because that scares people, too. How would the older students learn calculus, through your app or through the program in their school? Well, for calculus, you know, we're just going to be focusing on derivatives. And so once you do the actual function of doing a derivative, you would just, the variable x would represent a number, and you'd be able to plug that in and essentially do the same operation as you would with all the other previous examples. So... The math steps will remain the same, but once you get your final number or answer, you'll then apply it to the piano to get your note that you want to play. If I'm following you, so if I have the keyboard in front of me, C, D, F, G, A, B, C, and I want to get a note, let's say we start at C, how do we go from there with a calculus problem that's going to give me notes for the song? So if you want to do derivatives, right, so if we did an easy one, if we did Do you have something to write with? Because you may want to write this down. (laughs) So if we're doing something easy like C plus X squared, okay, and we'll say that X will equal 1. So in the parentheses, you'll do your derivative operation, which takes the X squared and creates it to 2X, right? And so then, um, since X equals 1, you'll do 2 times 1. And once you get that number, that number is 2, and then you'll apply that to C. So your, your question is really what C plus 2, and C plus 2 is E. Gotcha. So two full steps. I'm going two full notes, so we're now CE. All right, I wondered about that because calculus was not something on which I was very strong. No worries, no worries. And you see, this is the thing. Like, we're doing foundational steps just so that now that you've seen that you can do it and it produced music, now you'll be more inclined to actually try doing actually more calculus. Without knowing that you're doing calculus usually is kind of my guess. Well, yes and no. So it still feels like calculus. You still have to understand the properties of doing a derivative correctly, right? So it's still going to feel like math, but the end result is music, which makes the results feel so much better. wanted to ask you also, as you were taking your journey with Make Music Count, what's one resource that was really helpful to you in designing your app and getting your program out there to your 60-plus schools? What's one you would give fellow educators who have other innovations in education? When we first got started, one of our challenges was trying to understand the best place that our class would fit. And um, also, with that being said, a funding source. So... For an after-school program, the 21st Century Grant is something that schools receive so that they'll be able to pay for vendors like myself to come in and teach the lessons. So that was one resource that was really awesome. Another, so I went to a lot of educational conferences, like there's lots of STEM and STEAM conferences. So I would pay for a booth, and all the principals and teachers are there looking for innovative ideas. So you really just want to position yourself. But one key resource that truly helped me transition from our after-school program to our now EdTech platform was WeWork through the Creator Awards. So I participated in that pitch competition. 
and we were awarded $72,000 in that fish competition, which essentially helped me build the app that we have now. Exciting stuff. I had intended to ask you about low-income teachers in schools, but I don't believe I'm going to because the app was free when I downloaded it on my phone. Yes. So there's two models, right? So when schools use the app, there is a cost for their licensing to use the app for the entire year. And that cost is $60 per student for the year or 30 for a semester. But for home users, it is free to download, but it will also be a subscription. So you'll get your first month free, and then the subscription will kick in. And if someone is in a low-income area, because oftentimes it's the schools in the low-income areas that need this the very most, is there any way that they can get some kind of a grant or anything to use this? Well, a lot of low-income schools have Title I funding, which is, can be used specifically for math programs. But we're always open to working with schools that really need this because the impact that we're able to have is just you know phenomenal. So we really want to be able to make sure that we can get this in front of the kids. So we're always open to you know working some things out with schools that really need this. How do they contact you? You can reach me at my website, which is makemusiccount.com. You can email me directly at marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S, at makemusiccount.com. We're also on Instagram, which is just at makemusiccount. We're on Twitter at underscore makemusiccount and Facebook. So we can be reached on any of those platforms and Facebook as well. Now that you're in 60 schools, what's been one of your absolute best experiences with Make Music Count? For me, it's really seeing that light bulb come on in students' eyes once they finally understand that they just did some math that they said a minute ago that they couldn't do, you know, and just essentially seeing the joy that students have in a math class, essentially. You know, that's really the best experience because I feel like I'm looking at my younger self, you know, that needed the extra help, wanted to understand, wanted to do well, but just needed something that was relevant to my interests. You know, if someone would have told me a long time ago that because I played the piano and man, I was good at math, I would have been healed. (laughs) You know, I would have been, this issue of math wouldn't have existed anymore. And so I think that's why students really connect with this well, because they can tell that I've been there, you know, and have spent time trying to understand how to get over my own math phobia. But then also, how can it help them? Like what songs are we listening to? What songs would you like to have in the app that would really encourage you to do your math? And so that, I think that's really what's going to allow this to do very, very well. Of course, now I'm going to ask you, what's next? So right now, we're really in the process of just getting people to use the app. So next for us is really scaling and expanding because, you know, we worked in 60 schools, but we want to be in 60,000 schools, I don't know, right? So we're just trying to promote the app, let people know it's free to download, it's available for any device, whether it's Apple or Android. And, you know, further down the road, we're doing math now. There's other ideas for expanding the idea to, like, English, right, and other subjects, you know, and that's really what I want this to do as well. I want this to not only engage students but ignite interest in teachers to start thinking outside of the box, right? Because that's really what this is doing, is showing that 
in order to really reach our students, we have to think outside of the box, right? What are some creative ways that can be created so that it can make things more engaging? So I did math and music. Someone else can do social studies and dance. And, you know, the, the combinations are endless. But just creating this conversation about innovation as an educator is something that I want Make Music Helps really, really ignite. If anyone listening right now could only get one thing from you about innovation, creativity, and making a difference, what would you want them to take away from you and make music count? To not wait to when you have the idea, you know, just trust the leap of faith that you'll have to take. You know, people are waiting for your creative ideas. And to be honest, if you don't pursue those creative ideas that are in you, it's really a sense of selfishness because you could be helping so many other people that could benefit from your idea. Marcus, thank you for your time today. No problem. Thank you so much. You and I have been listening to musician Marcus Blackwell Jr., CEO and founder of music-based math curriculum, Make Music Count. You'll find more information on the Make Music Count app at makemusiccount.com. That's makemusiccount.com. And as Marcus mentioned, you can also follow them on their social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Make Music Count. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to additional Over Coffee podcasts at twomavericks.com. That's two, T-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X, twomavericks.com. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at Pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.